From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. People who are recovering from COVID-19 may have trouble returning to their previous activities with the same amount of stamina. They may benefit from a rehabilitation program. Here to discuss what might help is physical therapist Matt Bowman. He's from the Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation Department at Upstate, where he specializes in cardiovascular and pulmonary physical therapy. Welcome to HealthLink on Air, Matt. Hi, uh, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah, so from what I understand, people who are post-COVID may still have some symptoms. Um, they may still be tired. What What are some of the other symptoms that you're seeing from people? Uh, I, tired is a great way to put it. Uh, people just don't have the stamina they did prior to, to being diagnosed with COVID. Um, they just, the smallest things really just wipe them out. Um, you know, I've known some some people that have uh, just tried to uh, do the dishes or go out and they've tried to, to mow the lawn like they did before and they come back in and they take two, three hour nap. Uh, they just get short of breath with some just simple daily tasks. Uh, there's just, uh, I think that is the biggest problem uh, post COVID. Uh, that, that patients have. Um, there are some uh, difficulties with joint pain and muscle aches. Um, they get short of breath, like I mentioned, with a lot of different activities. Um, I think those are the biggest physical problems that these patients have uh, uh, in the uh, long haul or the long COVID as is starting to uh, become a, a trend on the social media. Uh, and in some articles uh, that are starting to come out on uh, uh, in the literature. So this sounds like it's much more than just if you've been sick or, or under the weather for a week or more, and you're just kind of regaining your strength, you may be a little out of breath. This seems like it's longer lasting and more severe. It definitely is. Um, this is not the flu. Uh, this is affecting people who are in their 20s and 30s and 40s. And and yes, it is true that it's not affecting them to the degree that it affects our, our older population. But these are people that uh, work 40-hour weeks uh, that, you know, they get sick and then they're out a couple of days and they come back and they feel fine. Uh, they get COVID and they're out of work for three, four weeks uh, there uh, and then they come back to work maybe half days if they can tolerate it. Um, the it is a much more severe effect and long lasting effect than than uh, other diseases that we've uh, known about for a while. So, are these people who are no longer infectious? I mean, are they are they still spreading COVID or? <laughs> No, I don't believe they are. Um, I, I've been trying to do uh, a little bit of research into that, find out what's in the evidence. And, and uh, because it's so new, the evidence does change, it seems, monthly. Um, the latest that I've seen is once someone uh, becomes symptomatic, uh, the belief is that 10 days after symptoms, they're no longer contagious. That uh, means after their symptoms have started, uh, if the patient is more severe uh, where they're hospitalized or if they uh, 
uh, are immunocompromised, their immune system can't fight it. And so they, uh, they may be contagious for up to 20 days. Um, but a lot of times once uh, the, the, the heavy symptoms um, subside, typically they're no longer contagious. So what can a physical therapist do to help someone? Well, we really look at that shortness of breath, uh, that strength, their physical ability. Uh, so uh, many patients that come in to see us, uh, one in particular said he used to ride his bike around town up to 10 miles a day. And, and then he, after COVID, he could only do one mile. Um, you know, uh, someone I, I worked with uh, uh, was uh, able to, you know, he had, was a grandfather, um, but not that old. Uh, still in his 50s, uh, but he was on oxygen and he his oxygen would drop with a, just a simple six minute walk. Uh, and uh, he would just have a lot of just physical strength deficits that did not uh, did not exist prior. Um, and so we can help people resume their their daily tasks. Uh, his his focus was to return to singing to his granddaughter. Uh, playing with his granddaughter, um, helping people climb the stairs that can really make them short of breath, uh, that can really make them tired. Um, you know, muscle aches and, and joint pains, we, we can help the patient get stronger if they don't have uh, any flex, any, uh, they've lost some flexibility due to being inactive. They, they, we can help uh, teach them exercises to stretch out their joints. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that we try to do uh, to help them return to their life as quickly as possible. So it sounds like each patient might have sort of a different target or goal, and you have to customize a kind of a way to kind of get them there. Absolutely. Uh, everybody has a, has, a, has a different story, and we, we do try to customize to, to match their story and to help them return to the life that they lived before. Um, we may not accomplish all of their goals or get them perfect prior to being finished with physical therapy, but we're going to set them on the right path to, to get back to that. Uh, Are there patients that need more specialized help, um, occupational therapy, speech therapy, that sort of thing? That's is. Do you see patients that are uh, recovering from COVID that need, that need those services? Uh, yes, uh, and a lot of those uh, patients, um, because of the variety of effects that COVID has on them, it can affect the brain, it can affect the heart, it can affect various other organs in the body uh, by creating blood clots, or uh, actually they found that the, the, the virus can infect brain cells, and, and so by those, there are neurological issues. So an occupational therapist can help with people who want to just return to their, their daily tasks uh, around the house. Uh, they may get shorter breath uh, with those things. Um, and their reg regular leisure activities, um, return to work skills. Um, because of the effect on the neurological system, the brain and the, the um, the nerves that that move move the muscles uh, that can cause shortness of breath, uh, and because of the newness, uh, the novel part of this this illness and virus, 
there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of anxiety. Uh, and uh, even those that aren't hospitalized, but they're feeling sick, they still have, they have COVID. And, and that is very scary uh, prospect because of the unknown. And so there can be a lot of anxiety, stress, sleep disorders. Uh, and, and I've had patients and some friends explain that to me and, and occupational therapy can help with that. Uh, if someone is more severe and maybe in the hospital on a ventilator, on a trach, they may have problems with their speech, with swallowing. Uh, again, the, the brain operates those things. And so uh, a speech language pathologist can help uh, have those patients return to a normal speech pattern, not be so short of breath when talking, uh, work on swallowing. You know, they may have uh, instances where they're eating and drinking, but they have to consistently cough or clear their throat. That may be an instance where they are um, aspirating or, or in other words, bringing uh, that food and liquid may be getting into the lungs and, and causing problems there. And so the, uh, the speech language pathologist can help with that along with their memory and multitasking and uh, all those things that uh, we use on a daily basis that we're, we take for granted. This is Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with physical therapist Matt Bowman about rehabilitation for people after they've recovered from COVID-19. So I want to ask you how the rehabilitation program at Upstate works. Can anyone uh, get a referral from their doctor to come, or, or is this designed for Upstate patients? Uh, uh, no, this is designed for anybody that uh, has been through uh, COVID and is on the other side and is still noticing that they're having difficulty returning to their life that they knew before, uh, returning to work, returning to play, returning to recreational activities, just returning to their daily household tasks of, of perhaps washing the dishes and getting up and down the stairs. Um, people are not recovering very quickly from this. And so whether they were hospitalized either here at any one of the local hospitals or if they just were at home and when they were able to, to get better at home, uh, their primary care physician can refer them uh, to our program and, and we would be happy to, to see them and work with them and help them return to their, uh, the, the life that they want to live. Now, is this for uh, adults only, or what's the age range of patients that you see? Uh, well, that that's a good question. Um, I, uh, you know, there's certainly a lot of uh, research that shows it's, it doesn't affect the children as much, which is certainly a wonderful thing. Uh, don't want the, the kids to get sick with this. But, uh, you know, I would say that someone, if they were infected and got sick and they're five years old and above, you know, that would be certainly appropriate for them to come in, um, you, know, you know, because we can play with them. You know, a child's work is play. And, you know, at, at our facilities, we have balls to play with. We have games. We have all different types of things that the kids can do. So, so certainly kids, teenagers um, can run the gamut of ages to come in and, and, and get the help that, that they need. Now, we are still, this is still, you know, pandemic times. How safe is it for someone to come for physical therapy during the pandemic? This is an indoor activity, right? It is an indoor activity. Uh, and and that's one of the things that I struggled with for months, um, as well as our, our whole department 
trying to figure out how we can do this safely. And one of the things that as um, we started to reopen and, and as Governor Cuomo said to phase four, uh, when we got to phase four, it, it wasn't gonna get any better. We weren't going to, to be safer because uh, the virus was still going to be around. And so what we, uh, you know, our policies are when, when someone comes into the clinic, their temperature is taken, they are provided with one of the surgical, surgical ear loop masks. Uh, all of the clinicians and um, administrative assistants are provided with ear loop masks and their temperatures are taken. Uh, for all of the uh, patients who come in who have pulmonary disease, and that could be patients with COPD or pulmonary fibrosis or transplant. Uh, the therapists, we also wear a face shield uh, to further protect the patients. Um, every piece of equipment is wiped down with approved cleaners uh, to make sure that there is minimal risk of spread uh, from one patient to the next, uh, and that's every patient, whether they're in for pain or uh, orthopedic or post-op or anything. We, we make sure everything is wiped down uh, after every, every use. Um, so it's as safe as we can make it. Um, and we've been reopened for about five, four months or so. And as far as I know, uh, no one has, um, gotten sick from from being a therapy. So I would say we're doing a pretty good job so far. And where is the rehabilitation taking place? Is is there one location or more than one? Uh, there's more than one. Um, I'm currently downtown at the Institute for Human Performance on Irving Avenue. That is one location. Uh, another location is in East Syracuse at the Bone and Joint Center on Fly Road. Uh, and then we have a third location on the west side at Western Lights Plaza, uh, and uh, a fourth virtual location is we could actually do this uh, virtually over um, uh, over the computer if you feel that it's safer for you to be at home. Uh, we certainly understand that, and we could uh, work with you there. Uh, and uh, you know that's that's a fourth site that we can work at. So for virtual physical therapy, is that, have you found our insurance companies covering that at the same rate they do physical therapy appointments? Yes, That they might are. be a good uh, option for. It is a good option. Um, it's a viable option. Um, you know, the, the insurance companies are actually understanding of, of that and, and uh, people are taking advantage of it and, and um, it's, it's working. You know, I'm, I'm watching people get better over the internet, which is a, which is a great thing. Wow. Well, for people who are interested, a way to uh, reach and, and learn more information about how to um, sign up for physical therapy at Upstate, the number I have, 315-464-6543. Is that the best number for people to call? That's, that's correct. Yep. Absolutely. Um, that goes to our call center number um, and, and uh, our, our uh, people on that line will be able to answer as many questions as many questions as they can. And if you have further questions they're unable to answer, they shoot me an email, and I do try to give you a call uh, within 24 hours um, to try to answer your questions. Thank you so much to physical therapist Matt Bowman. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.